going on? All right. What's going on? Much, not much. All right. Well, guys, welcome into the next stream. Uh, this is the TNT Podcast. I'm your co-host, Tyler Lefo, joined by my co-host, Torres Finney. How's it going, man? What's going on, Tyler, man? Happy to do it again, baby. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah, man. So uh, getting into some stuff today. Y'all know last time we uh, we broke down the SEC East. We had all intentions. We're going to be going into the SEC West today. And um, a good way, I guess, to warm up with it was uh, yesterday, Torres and I, as we alluded to um, on last show, we did a college football fantasy draft last night. I was uh, interested to hear Torres, this is your first year doing it with us, uh, right? You didn't do it last year. How did you – or what did you think of um, the experience? Um, It was uh, interesting, you know, going through, um, looking at majority of the guys. Like, I, I saw some of the guys, you know, that were seniors and juniors and stuff, and I had to sometimes go back and, like um, – Go back and like look at some of the stats and numbers of some of these other guys. I was really trying to be honest with you, try to find like the next breakout guy that a lot mm -hmm. of guys necessarily wouldn't be looking forward to. Um, trying to see if like, oh, if I can find somebody that can is gonna have a little bit more of a better year. Like they 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 had a little solid year last year. They're probably gonna step up into the leading role um and probably have more of a successful year so i was trying to find and look for a potential breakout guy you know it was a little, it was a little hard for me to do that but i feel like i like my roster i like my roster i'm sitting there looking at it now i i kind of like it too um for those of y'all out there torres picked uh was bo nix your who was your first it was first. bo nix right, your first pick yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. Yeah, Bo Nix, he pairs him up with the running back um, for Oregon as well, Marquise Irving. I like those two picks. You got Blake Corum, Heisman candidate last year. Mayan Williams, another good running back from Ohio State. I've got his counterpart, Travion Williams, or Travion Henderson, so I'm hoping that um, he does pretty good. Uh, got a wide receiver from TCU. You got Squirrel White, who I like a lot. We talked about him last episode uh, with Tennessee. Uh, looks like Antonio Williams from Clemson. And honestly, you stole this guy from me. I was kind of hoping I'd get this tied in, but J Jatavian Sanders tied in from t uh, Texas. I liked him a lot. So I actually was trying my best to go after um, the uh, – dang it. It was another tight end. It wasn't it – was, what was the tight end that was rated right after the guy from Georgia? He was like number two on the list. I was actually trying to get him, but when I saw – I couldn't like uh, really. I'm gonna be honest with you. When I saw that I couldn't get him, I was like, "Well, I'm gonna have to go for the next best guy." And I saw Sanders because I said I need a solid tight end. I need a tight end that's yeah. so. Yeah, he um, I, Bowers went. I want to say early second. Um, so that I mean, that, he's really the only tight end I'm, I found out last year that is really reliable. Like a lot of these guys, I had a guy last year who's now, he no longer has a tight end. Um, I guess you could say title. Um, Donaldson, CJ Donaldson from, um, from West Virginia. He was technically like a running back slash tight end last year. So it was, I, I kind of had a cheat code in a way um, for a tight end. So I, I liked him a lot. Let's see here. All taken players. Let's see. It, are you talking about the guy from Syracuse? Syracuse. Yes. Jackson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he yeah, was right okay. behind, he was right behind um, um, our, our boy from Georgia. And I was like, okay. 
Uh, mm-hmm. And I looked at some of his numbers, and I said, okay, he got solid numbers. Um, and I was like, okay, I might, I might have to try to get him because I, I knew I was trying to probably go for the tight end from Georgia, but um, I can't think of his name right now. I'm so blank. What's Bob Powers. Bob Powers, yeah. Come on, Bob man. There's so much stuff going through my head now. I don't be- uh, <laughs> so many names, man. So many things. Um, but yeah, that's what I'm sitting here trying to think. I was like, man, I'm potentially trying to get at the Bowers, but then I saw this guy from Syracuse, and I was like, okay, I might try to get him. But then somebody got him as well. So I, went the, yeah. I went for the guy in uh, Texas. So I think I got a yeah. solid one. How about your roster? Mm. I had the number two pick. Torres, I think he had the fifth pick. So the number two pick, I knew. I was either going to get uh, Caleb Williams, who I had last year, who carried me to a championship loss. I lost in a championship to Jackson. But um, I was either going to go with him or Quenchon Jukins. Marvin Harrison went number one in our league last night. Uh, D2 picked him. So I ended up going with uh, with Caleb Williams, and Jukins went right after. Uh, to follow that up, I went with Trey Benson, running back from Florida State, as well as Travion Henderson, running back from Ohio State, two high upside running backs. Um, oh, I don't know, man. Up. Yeah, I, I, I like those guys a lot. I was hoping because based on the rate, the rankings on this platform, we use fan tracks. Rasheen Ali was ranked really low, like he was like ranked extremely low. And for those of y'all keeping up out there, that's the running back from Marshall. So I was hoping I was like, oh, since he's not rated as high. Maybe I'll be able to just, you know, get him next round. But he literally went like two picks later. So it was just crazy. Um, I really wanted Dorian Singer, the the guy that's supposedly going to be the number one wide receiver for USC. So I have that Caleb Williams and Dorian Singer stack. So anytime they connect for a touchdown, I'm getting 12 points. So that'd be cool. Like I was just going for that. Yeah. Um, I just punted on tight end. I ended up picking a guy up, a tight end from SMU, RJ Maryland. I uh, got Carson Steele, um, transfer running back to UCLA. He came from, I want to say, Ball State this past year. Uh, but he did pretty good there, put up good numbers. I just went high upside from there. Um, got got some wide receivers, um, one of them being uh, – one of them we talked about last episode, uh, Juice Wells uh, from South Carolina. I think he can be the number one guy there. And I got some other guys. I'm not going to go delve too deep into this because it's going to get to the point where people are just like, who is that? You know, like yeah, when you're yeah, doing these drafts – I don't know all these names. I'm just taking shots. I'm just taking shots, man. I'm about to say, but you did your research. That's the thing. Is like I try to. I try to, but it was – I'm not Jackson and Kobe like we're – I feel like Jackson and Kobe, like, you know, they do a strict college football podcast, so they automatically knew a lot of these guys. They have a little history with them. Mm-hmm. So I, I didn't have that. But, there's, you know, there's still some good guys out there. I mean, that's the big thing. It's such a big pool that, you know, you could go and find some guys on the waiver wire, you know, if you wanted to. Um I was kind of interested in that uh, Antonio Williams uh, before I knew. I thought for some reason he had fell all the way out of the draft. He had to be one of your last picks, was he not? Yeah, he was. He was. Uh-huh. I picked the last two, so I uh, I, I wasn't, wasn't going to be able to stick there for the whole draft. I had to get to bed. So I sat there and yeah. um, did the automatic. You went to bed so early. Yeah, I usually don't ever go to bed early. That's the thing. I'm a guy that Seriously, stays. Seriously, what's, what's, what's the deal with that? Uh, for fight camp, yeah, fight camp. We got, uh, we, got, we got everything planned out accordingly. So, man, okay, taking it serious. I see, nice as you should, as you should. Um, but yeah, uh, it was it was fun. I enjoyed it. We'll see who gets it. Last year, like I said, um, me and Jackson making to the championship. So we'll see if somebody else jumps in here. Um, in the you know in this year. So 
should be a fun year. Um, yeah, so let's let's get into some SEC West here in a moment, and then um, maybe we could touch even on some uh, some preseason stuff, some NFL preseason. Were you able to catch any NFL preseason? Um, I've actually only watched probably like a little bit of a game of here. Like I watched some of uh, the Bears. Who did the Bears just play? I watched a little bit of that, and then I also um, watched a little bit of the Steelers and the Buccaneers. But it wasn't much. I actually didn't see the play between uh, um, Pickens. Uh, Pickett. Uh, Pickens. There you go, George Pickens and like Pickens are nice. Um, I did see it on Twitter, but I didn't see it live. I just saw like the third yeah. string. And they look actually, we got some depth. That's a good thing. And I also heard a lot of good thing about the Falcons. So it was uh, it's pretty pretty interesting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we can you know we can maybe touch on it a little bit here. There was a recent signing as well, uh, right before we got on the show here. So we can touch on that here in a little bit. But let's get into SEC West. Let's get into SEC West. We'll 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 jump into this immediately. We did as we said. Um, if you want to go hear our SEC rankings, uh, go back to the previous show. I uh, got a new intro coming in. I told Torres I was working on one over the over the weekend, so hopefully y'all like it. We'll see what the what you guys think of the intro whenever y'all hear it on the uh, podcast platforms out there. But um, go ahead. Let's look at our SEC West rankings and go from there. So, do you want to kick it off with the final team and work our way up like we did last time, or do you want me to yeah, kind of? Yeah, let's do it like that. Okay, so uh, may come as a shocker here. But finishing last in the SEC West, I'm going to actually go with Mississippi State here. I got really? them going. Yes, I got them going four and eight. Uh, the loss is coming to LSU, South Carolina, Alabama, Arkansas, Auburn, Kentucky, A&M, and Ole Miss. Um, I just uh, don't see them having that great of a year. I'm not a was never a big Mississippi State guy. Um, especially with everything obviously happening with Mike Leach this past year, um, doesn't really help my perception of them, if you if you could say so. Um, but I, I just don't see them being that great. Um, and you look at the schedule, I mean, pulling it up right now, what were you going to say? I'm looking at their schedule right now. I said they do got a tough schedule. That's what it I was is. pulling up. Yeah, it is. Um, so, I mean, pulling it up now is just so I can have it to kind of base it off of. But – LSU, even though it's home, I got that being a loss. South Carolina, that's a way um, that they're not going to beat Bama. I don't think, even if it is at home. Um, Arkansas, it's going to be at Arkansas. Auburn, it's going to be at Auburn. That's why I have those two as losses, if you were wondering. Um, Kentucky, I just think Kentucky's a better team. AM, I think AM's a better team, and it's at AM. And then um, Ole Miss, uh, the Egg Bowl, I just think Ole Miss is a better overall team as well. So that, that's the reason why I kind of went with my picks there. But um, you seemed a little shocked. So who did you have at the bottom? Well, I was in between them and Auburn last. That's what it, Yeah, that's really what it comes down to. Um, I, I, I was leaning a little bit Auburn, but, you know, me looking back at their schedule, I mean, it depends on who I'm giving Auburn losses to. And Let's, let's hear it. I, who I, are you I, giving I, them to? I probably, I probably would. After looking at the schedule now, I probably would go have to go Mississippi State last as well. Um, because I didn't see that they had to play Arizona. I didn't see that they had to go on the road to play South Carolina. Um, those are – and those are two out of – well, they're, they're both in conference, but it's out of the division type games. And you can probably automatically give them maybe LSU – I mean, not maybe. You can automatically give them LSU, Alabama, and at Texas A&M. Those are three losses. Uh, that home game against Ole Miss, those games are always close. They're always crazy. Um, they can sometimes – 
fluke up and steal it. But yeah, you're right. Those are automatic four losses right there. I feel like then on the road at Arkansas, that's five. Uh, at South Carolina, that's six. Yeah, and then you know, like you got at Auburn, that'll depend on the. That could be seven. Dang, they I do got that. I might have to go take. I might have to go Mississippi State at eight as well. I'm going Mississippi State as eight as well. I didn't. I didn't think that schedule was that bad, but I'm sure I'm going with Auburn next because I, I wasn't impressed with Auburn. Uh, so take, so I, take me through Auburn. Who do you have them losing to then? If you had them at seven, I wouldn't be surprised to see Auburn lose to California. As crazy as it sounds, I know that's yeah. the second game of the season, but I wouldn't be surprised. Um, at Texas A&M, I got that as a law, uh, loss. At Georgia, at LSU, Ole Miss. Um, they beat Mississippi State. I just just said they beat Vandy um, at Arkansas, number six, and then at Alabama. So that's seven losses right there for Auburn. Yeah, I've got it. Literally the exact same, like you said. Uh, Cal, A and M, UGA, LSU, Ole Miss, Arkansas, Bama. So uh, right on the spot. So we're 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 tit for tat so far. Auburn. I mean. If we want to spend a little bit more time just on these two for just a second, I mean, just to give them their their due diligence, Auburn. I just, I I don't know. I think they're definitely in rebuilding mode. I think both teams somewhat of a degree. I mean, mate, you could honestly make a case that Auburn's more of in a rebuilding mode than uh, the Mississippi State, but that they're going to finish one game better. I think it's just due to scheduling um, and how it kind of worked out. But Mississippi State, they're returning Will Rogers at quarterback, and he's done pretty good there. And then um, a familiar face uh, for us, Justin Robinson, uh, former UGA Bulldog, uh, transferred over there to be a Mississippi State Bulldog. And right now it looks like he's going to be the face of the, the offense in a way. Uh, they have him on all the hype videos. He, If you recall, you know he uh, came from Eagles Landing um, and Eagles Landing Christian Academy, I want to say. And he was, he was a good wide receiver, a guy that I really thought highly of coming into his recruiting class. Um, very talented and whatnot, just didn't work out for whatever reason at Georgia, and uh, maybe he was able to put it together there. So I like those pieces. Mississippi State has been known to have some defensive players, you know, come come in the mix over there. So I uh, wouldn't be shocked to see it then. But then you look over at Auburn, I mean, um, let's see what their depth chart's looking like. I mean, from what I was listening to this morning, I listened to our um, Josh Pate this morning. He did a little camp – like spring camp, spring scrimmage notes. From mm-hmm. the sound of it, um, Peyton Thorne, the transfer they had, I want to say from Michigan State, hasn't been doing pretty doing too well. So quarterback's going to be a problem. Like it's, it might be a pretty bad season he's for Auburn. Senior. Yeah, he's a tra- yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, he's a redshirt senior transfer. Um, they do still have Robbie Ashford, um, but. It's going to be a big problem. I don't think they're going to have a great year by any means. Um, a lot of transfers here. Like I'm counting one, two, three, four, five that are projected to be starters on defense. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven that are projected to be starters on offense. Very transfer heavy. Um, they they are going to need it, I guess, this year. But they're going to have to just look to build and uh, through through recruiting. And right now, Hugh Freeze is doing that. You know, you can crack on him on his ways that he goes about it. Kind of can be a little skeevy uh is going to be a thorn and you know whoever is recruiting against him side just as far as that aspect goes i do think he's going to be able to beef up some nil deals for the guys that he's going after but um i think it's going to be a long year for them and um i do still think that they can pull out some wins though some some of those tough auburn wins that they normally do so yeah like i said some of those games i wouldn't be surprised like 
offense is playing Ole Miss at home. Could I see Auburn, you know, stealing that one? Maybe. They're just that kind of team. They are that type of team. They are that type of team. They're just that kind of team. Nah, they play Alabama at home, but I don't see them. We're not beating Mm -mm. that one. But, but look, that last game of the season always gets weird, so. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, let me hear. Let's see. So, so we did seven and six. Who was your fifth? I well, my fifth, and I know some people might you know look at them because they're sometimes offense heavy, but I just never look really committed to their defense. But my fifth is going to be Ole Miss. All right, mm. uh, Ole Miss number five. Uh, I know they, they're going to beat Mercer. They go to at Tulane. That's going to be very telling a little bit. As crazy as it sounds, but you know Tulane is ranked number twenty fourth in the country. Tulane is going to be a tough game. Um, I think it's going to be a little bit of a telling of see where Ole Miss is going to be at. Um, then, heck, the, after that game, I mean, two two weeks later, they got to go on the road to play Alabama. And then they got to play LSU the following week at home. And then they got to play Arkansas the following week. So, like, that's three straight tough games, I feel like, in their conference. And I don't know. I feel they're going to lose to Alabama. I think they're going to lose to LSU. I think they might beat Arkansas. So I'm not going to get, just throw them out away on that one. I think they beat Arkansas in that last one after coming off two back-to-back road losses. I mean, sorry, sorry two back-to-back losses, you know, one on the road to Alabama, then LSU. Got to buy a week. Then at Auburn, um, I got them beating Auburn. Then Vandy, um, Texas A&M. I actually got them losing to Texas A&M. Okay. Losing to Georgia, and then they beat the, – uh, they went their way out against Louisiana, Monroe, and Mississippi State. So, yeah, I got them losing to Bama, LSU – uh, A&M and Georgia. So I guess where we differ is that um, that A&M game. That's that's where we're different. Uh, th- to be fair, it is at Ole Miss. It is not at A&M. That wouldn't be a difference maker here for me if it was um, a away game for, for Ole Miss. But I, I do have them finishing um, at four um, in this one. I had them going eight and four with losses to only – Tulane, Bama, LSU, UGI. I do like Tulane. You know, um, Tulane, I've just always been a fan of. Um, like, what you know, talked about him before. Talk about him again. Willie Fritz, I like what he's built there. Good program, good culture. Uh, they got some players there. And, and the offensive scheme works. And it helps the defense out, the way that they run that. So, they're able to pick up yards. They can throw it. They can run it, especially run it. Uh, so, I, I like what they can do. I got them finishing fourth, though. They got some good names, too. I mean, I've talked about them you know, briefly, but um, Quinchon Judkins, the, the running back there, he's a freaking beast. Still got Jackson Dart there. Got Spencer Sanders transfer from Oklahoma State, if you remember him, a really good quarterback. Yeah. Talk, you know, some people, you know, used him in the same breath as Heisman. Uh, got a transfer, Zachary Franklin. Um, he was one that I was kind of wanting last night in our draft. He came from uh, UTSA. And then uh, apparently another transfer from Louisiana Lafayette, Trey Harris. Uh, Kiffin's just a genius when it comes to offense. So I know he's going to get this thing right. The main de- the main thing to me is the defense. I just you never really know defensively what you're going to get with Ole Miss. Um, that's is it that's be- my problem too. The defense of Ole Miss. I don't. Know yeah. Yeah. That's why you I know. have. I, I have to. I have to really see them. I have to see them play a little bit before I can really say, "Oh, they're gonna be four and four in SC West." Is actually you're gonna be pretty solid. Like I feel like most of the time, the top three to four in SC West most of the time are ranked. So uh, 
Not saying I don't think Ole Miss is going to be ranked, but I'm just saying not going to be ranked going, you know, deep into the season. But I just don't think they're going to be able to compete with those top-tier guys like that. Yeah. Um, you know, could we see an Ole Miss of old, uh, old Hugh Freeze, you know, type Ole Miss that pushes Bama and can beat Bama, you know, that back in those Chad Kelly years? Yeah. I don't know. You know, could we? we? We could. I mean, they didn't have, you know, amazing defenses. They did have names like Robert Kimdichie. You know, they did They did have some other guys there that they were able to help them out defensively. I just don't know if you have that guy. You know, I don't know if you have that guy. I mean, I'm sitting here looking at him now. There's not really – I mean, I've heard of the J.J. – I don't even know how you pronounce it, but Pigues, Pigues, I don't know, from Auburn. Um, I remember that name from Auburn. Maybe he can be somebody. I don't know, but I, I just don't think he's going to be on that level. Um, I don't know. It's just it's 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 tough with with the defense with this team. So um, I'm not like supremely confident by any means, but they are my fourth. Uh, for me, my fifth, and we may have just flip flopped here, uh, was Arkansas. Is that was that who's going to be your fourth? Fourth, yes. Okay. So, um, I mean, we look at Arkansas here. Let's let's pull up their schedule. Um, they open it up against. Let's see here. Western Carolina. Western Carolina. That's a win. Then they uh, get Kent State. A win. I had them in that third game against BYU. I have them. Um, I had them still winning that one. That was one that I had to think about uh, when I was going through my projections. Yeah, right. I, I, yeah, I had to think about it honestly. BYU's that, I don't know, they're always going to be in it. I feel like, but I do have them losing to LSU. I have them losing to A and M, even though it is a home game for them. Um, I just, we'll get into A and M here in a minute, but um, it's in Arlington, Texas. It's that game they play in uh, Dallas Cowboy Stadium. Oh, so it's so it's going to be okay. So it's just a neutral neutral site game, right? Okay, well that that ain't even bad. Um, but I do also have them losing to Ole Miss, uh, Bama, and Mizzou. You know where I sit with Mizzou. I got them losing to Mizzou. So oh. the Mizzou <laughs> yeah. So that's, that's probably the one. That's probably the one that you kind of wrote off. That's the last game of the season. I do think that's going to be a Missouri win there, even though it's at Arkansas. I'll pick them. Uh, that's that's the one where I probably yeah I don't I knew I you would but based off of our conversation last one I I'm sticking to my guns I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna ride that that wave. You did say you think Missouri was gonna be a little sleeper team to come up on this year, so yeah, uh, we'll see. We will I, see. I mean, you you look at Arkansas though, just to kind of hit on them a little bit here, bringing back KJ Jefferson. I mean, that's mm-hmm. that's a solid thing. Uh, bringing back Raheem Sanders. Um. Got a good running back. Um, I don't know this uh, this guy that's technically rated second right here, but I do know. I think I do remember seeing this AJ Green uh, being in the mix. Um, not not the AJ Green we know of, of course, but another one. Um, he was pretty good. Uh, let's see. I'm looking at their defense. They got a guy named Jeff Coat here. He's a transfer from Missouri. Um, let's see. From there, I really. I know Dwight McLaughlin. He's a transfer. I want to say from Texas, and I, or no, from LSU. We were in the recruitment of him. That's the reason why I remember him. Um, and they also got one of our Georgia boys. They got Jaheim Singletary. He was a former like highly ranked cornerback. Um, for whatever reason, just did not work out well at Georgia. But regardless, he's got the pedigree. He's he's got that, that South Florida 
you know, pedigree when it comes to being a DB. And he was he was really good in high school. I uh, just haven't seen him at the collegiate level yet. Um, maybe he'll be able to show something this year to where um, we could see it. But they, they lost a lot uh, on wide receivers wise. Um, Matt Landers is gone. Jane Hazelwood's gone. Um, they got others, you know, that have, that have left the system. Um, this going to be a run heavy team. They're going to be they're going to want to run it down your throat. The defense is just, I don't know, I've never been huge on it. Even last year, there was parts of it that I liked. Like, I liked Drew Sanders a lot with, with that team last year, and, and I do think he could be a pretty good NFL player. But um, that, like, weird – what was it? They Like a three-two-six, I think is what they ran. It was just a weird type offense – or not offense, but defense. And I remember them breaking it down before the games. They would show how it is so unique and how it's used and stuff. I'm just not a huge proponent of that, especially – SEC, it just don't. I just don't think it's going to work. So, your thoughts on Arkansas, though? Go ahead. I think Arkansas is going to have a solid team. Like I said, with their one-two, um, their one-two punch with KJ Jefferson and Rocket Sanders coming back next year. Uh, yeah, this up, upcoming season, I feel like it's going to be one of the best combos with quarterback and and running backs throughout the throughout the conference. But you also have to recognize the fact that they had last year together. Arkansas actually had a lot of good games last year. They played solid. We remember the Alabama game where they came up. They came up just short. Yeah, let me still yeah. beat them. They had they had some really good games. I felt like last year. What was their record last year? Eight and, um, eight and eight and five or something of that caliber. They had a solid. And I think they're only just going to grow for that. I like Lance Pittman. Um, I, I love what Sam he brings. Uh, what do you say? Lance Pittman, Sam Pittman. Sam Pittman. I don't know why I said Lance. <laughs> Think like that the the John yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, I mean, look, they lost a, a freaking uh, neck and neck game against Texas A and M. That Alabama game was close up until the fourth quarter. And then they got blown out They're by seven and six, I think. Seven and six. Yeah, they lost to Liberty and LSU. Mm. Then they lost to Missouri. I don't think they're gonna have those type of losses next year. Oh, Missouri, you say, huh? That's crazy. They're gonna have those type of losses next year. I don't see them having those type of losses. Uh, they did have some fluke games like losing the Liberty. That's pretty bad, but I don't see them doing that same thing again next year. Yeah, um, you, you could be right. Um, I think this team takes a step down, and I think it's hard for them to. I, I just, I think this I isn't as good of a team as it was last year. I do seven. like the consistency as far I, I like I have them being seven and five. I mean, um, you know, same record as last year. I just don't see them taking a step up. You know, I still think I like KJ Jefferson. Like I said, I like the running back Raheem Sanders. That's it. You know, end 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 of end of statement as far as this team goes. Really, I I, I can't tell you anything on these wide receivers. I could tell you that offensive line wise, Sam Pittman is a pretty good offensive line coach. He recruits well. So I mean, I could probably bank on that somewhat, um, but I can't. I can't even bank on that defense. I just I don't see this team being a team that I can really hang my hat on and say I'll I'll take them to win this. You know, th- those fifty fifty games. I just don't think that I could take them on that. Makes sense. That yeah, makes sense. Like I, said, I got them winning. I got them losing to the, the top echelons of the freaking SEC. But besides yeah. that, I. Mizzou, man, I'm telling you, Mizzou, that's a 50-50 game. I don't take them winning that one, man. Well, uh, I can't wait for that one, man. We got to see that. <laughs> Craig's made a believer out of me. My boy Craig's done made a believer of me on them. So um, I got I to gotta give him shouts. Um, so take me to your number three. I have a good feeling about who who I think this is going to be. Yeah, it's pretty simple. Texas A&M. Uh, yeah. I, I, I like what Texas A&M brings. 
Breeze to the table, man. Um, I, I like their team. And plus, the schedule. I mean, now look, we've got to see, we got to remember this. For the past few years, um, Texas A&M has had, like, what, some of the best rosters you can possibly have in college football. Now it's about them executing, okay? I think at this point with Jimbo Fisher constantly, you know, having to deal with a lot of these people keep coming at him like, oh, man, you're not doing what you thought you could do at Texas A&M, what you thought you had at Florida State. I feel like this is one of those years to where he can like, all right, I'm going to finally have one of my better years. And I feel like this is going to be the year for him at Texas A&M. I don't, I don't see him still. I think they're going to be in contention to win the SEC West, but I'm not saying they're just going to flat out win. And I already actually got my winner who I think is going to win it. But they are going to be in contention. I think that Texas A&M will be neck and neck until they have to play to one of the, the top-tier teams. It's going to come down to the few final few games, but I feel like they're being contention to win SEC West. So I got them beating Texas, New Mexico at Miami, Louisiana Monroe, Auburn, Arkansas. The Alabama game, they get to play at home. I am yeah. telling you, man. I don't, I don't, I wouldn't be surprised, man. I actually, I actually slick lean a little bit. Texas I've, got, I've got them. I've got Bama winning that one, but God Almighty, is that going to be a hard game for Bama? That's going to be a hard game for Bama. A hard game for Bama, but see, this is the thing, though. So I feel and that's like leading into Tennessee. Tennessee. So that's that's the thing that's going to get me. I think I think A and M might beat Bama, but Lord, to play the following week at Tennessee. Yeah, that's a bang bang. Bang bang, yeah. I know. and I think that's the loss that they take first, rather than Alabama. So I am going and calling it. I Ooh. am calling. Texas A&M beats Alabama at home, but it will lose the following week to Tennessee. Actually, um, hold on. How did South they do that? Uh, I'm sorry, they beat South Carolina. That at Ole Miss is going to be rough. It's going to be rough. It's going to be real rough. <laughs> but um, I think they beat Ole Miss. Um, Mississippi State, Abilene Christian, but they lose to LSU. So I got them having two losses. You know what? I screwed up my thing on here. Yeah, I had them being a two-loss team as well. I don't know how I ended up doing that earlier. For some reason, I had it written down that I had them losing um, to Bama, but I did Bama's first, and I had I had an A&M beating them. So, yeah, they're actually not going to be my third. They're going to be my second. So yeah, while I'm here, I may as well I may as well talk about them. Um, a and M, yeah. I mean, what's the like? They got the freaking blue chippers, dude. They got the freaking talent to make it happen, Captain uh, Connor Wigman at uh, at quarterback. They got Max Johnson backing him up. I mean, that that's it's going to hinge a lot on the quarterback position. But then again, you know, a couple, what was a couple years ago? Uh, you know, we saw them. Uh, Pull, pull it out of their butt, right? They they were on the third string quarterback Zach Calzada, and uh, <laughs> they were able to, to to bring home a win. But um, yeah. it's gonna it's gonna hinge on that a lot. Um, Amari Daniels at running back. I don't know too much about the running backs. Not gonna lie, outside of their third string guy, um, that's Reuben Owens, uh, the freshman phenom that is Reuben Owens, who definitely is getting paid mega bucks to be there. Um, but got him. They still bring back Evan Stewart, who's one of when his recruiting class, he was one of the probably the best, if one of the best, if not the best wide receivers in that class. He was great. Anaya Smith, he's back in the system. Um, Moose Muhammad, who's a pretty good guy there. Uh, they got a flip from uh, Georgia and Raymond Contrell. He he could be okay maybe. Um, but 
they they got some guys nonetheless. Um, if they're able to offensively, if they're able to move the ball and eat up time, I think that what they really can hinge on is the defense, and that's what I'm getting into. Man, I love I love a lot of these names I see on defense, dude. Shamar Turner and Shamar Stewart, um, both coming in on the same class. Like they they were studs. McKinley Jackson, great player. Walter Nolan, um, he's a freaking beast. Uh, they got Fatal Diggs. Um, they got some guys behind him that have some promise in LT Overton, Eni White. They were some highly rated guys in their class. Um, then you you kind of move over. You, you got some other guys too. That the secondary doesn't look too bad. I think they can do some stuff. Tony Grimes, a former five-star corner. He's transferred from, I want to say, North Carolina it was. Um, Sam McCall, I want to say he came – he transferred from Florida State. They got some guys. And especially playing at home, I, I, I like that for them at Bama. But going through, like you said, I've got them only losing games to uh, Tennessee – and LSU, like I called last time, I was like, it's going to be a revenge game. Tennessee's going to get the revenge. I feel like this week, especially coming off the Alabama game, uh, they could be riding that high and um, could slip up that next game. And then lastly, the LSU game. It's at LSU. And LSU, we're going to get into them here, but there's a lot to be said about LSU. Um, so, yeah, I got those being the two losses um, going to them. So, I guess that that leads me into Bama. The one, the one that people really want to hear, right? People really want to hear. Oh. <laughs> I know is ready to hear. Uh oh. Technically, Uh-oh. I have them. Technically, if we're being honest, I have them at three. I had it mixed up on my rankings, but I have them at three, honestly, because I have them losing three games. I have them going nine and three uh, this year. Yes, uh, got them losing. Yeah, I got them losing to Texas. I got them losing to A and M. Hold on, hold on, hold on, Tyler. Texas at home. Yes, I will take it. Alabama at home against Texas. You taking Texas? Home don't really mean as much in Tuscaloosa, in my opinion. I'm being serious. I really don't think it. even the even like Saban's come out about their 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 fans and everything. Like they get they their fans like dip out during games. Like they don't really have a great crowd. You could say there. Honestly, I'm being so serious. There's been a lot to be said. I mean, we could probably go on record with Kobe and Jackson and ask them, but there's a lot to have been said. Like, as far as, like, home crowd, like, home crowd advantage, I guess you could say, or home field advantage, it's really not a huge thing there. Now, if we flip it to the other side, that Texas environment last year, when it was Alabama at Texas, now that was an environment, dog. That was an environment. Don't get me wrong. It's going to get loud at Alabama and everything, but it's not like one of those stadiums where it's like breaking decibel records and crap like that. No it's just not way. that type of crowd. It's just not that type of crowd. I know it's not a de- – but, bro, they are loud. Now, granted, when I was there, when we played them, granted, it was like Jalen and freaking – and all the other cats. They had some freaking phenomenal talent along with that. Yeah. They were loud in what it was for a freaking Chattanooga game. I can only imagine – it's gonna, I mean, don't get me wrong. It's gonna be loud, but it's. I don't know. I don't. I don't really put them in the upper echelon as far as like home field advantage. I'm. I'm. Look, you gotta remember this. This is gonna. Texas is gonna be ranked number eleven. All right, going in. Alabama's number four. This is almost a top ten matchup, basically. And you're telling me. Well, it will be by the end. So yeah, can you think one of the ranked teams gonna lose? I think, well, maybe not even that, but I mean, you gotta think. After week one performances and stuff, sometimes they'll just bump up somebody just off of how good they did, you know. 
I think it could be. I, I honestly think they're going to bump them up into the top ten just so they can say, "All right, this is a top ten matchup." Uh, you know, hey, hey, you know, I mean, I'm not. I'm not even meaning it like that, dog. I'm not even meaning it like that. But like, I honestly think it's just better for them. I mean, I think it's just better for ratings. Uh, you it know, is. you can get more people. You know, that's the thing too, Tyler. That's why I feel like that crowd is going to be loud and rowdy because you playing a top ten matchup at home in the second game. You tell me the crowd ain't gonna come out for that when they ain't got to worry about no weather. Oh come on, man! Three, uh, but it's a, it's a seven seven p.m. game too, so that'll help them out. That'll just help them out. I just I have it being a I have it being a loss. And I'll get right. into that here. All right. All right. Let me let me just go ahead. Let's let's look at the all right. So I know this is an Alabama time thing, but now that we're getting into the Alabama, Texas, just so you're you're looking at let's let's just look at Texas for a second. Okay. Right. Bring it back Quinn Ewers. Okay. Even yes. behind behind him, they got Malik Murphy, they got Arch Manning and camp stuff. Uh, they talked about this past scrimmage. Arch Manning's looking pretty good. Um, now, again, they, they're they not going to have B. John Robinson. They're not going to have Roshan Johnson, but they are going to have – I mean, they're, they're running backs. I mean, they, they get guys in. You know, they're going to be – I thought like they're going to be fine for the most part there. They have done pretty good when it comes to recruiting the offensive line in, in these um, years past, so I do think they've gotten better than that. You look at the wide receiver, Xavier Worthy, A.D. Mitchell, Jordan Whittington. I can, I mean, that's just good good enough right there, just those three. I like those a lot. And then that's not even counting Isaiah Neor, who I don't really know the status of, but he was out all last year. They got some talent there. Then on top of that, I do think, you know, we're adding in the aspect of um, Steve Sarkeesian. Steve Sarkeesian, dude, he lost that game last year, man. He lost that game knowing good and well he should have won that game. He should have he, he should have been one of the Saban Tree guys that came back and won and, and beat the master, you know, whatever. They should have won that game. Regardless of what you say, they should have pulled that game out. There was it was right there for them to take. It just didn't happen. It wasn't in the cards, you could say. He's gonna come back. Sarkeesian is a is a genius when it comes to offensive-minded, you know, schematics and whatnot. I do think the defense is going to be better this year. Um, I was listening to some stuff on, uh, like I told you, Josh Pate. He was talking about some some scrimmage stuff. Um, he thinks that their defense is going to be able to hold up against the run better, and that's going to come into play. Keep that in mind. Their defense is going to be able to hold up against the run better. I want you to remember that here in just a second when I talk about Bama. Okay? Uh, they got some good – you know, last year they actually did good against Bama for the most part. Um, when you hold it to the standards of teams that we look at that play Bama, they actually did decent against them. Um, and that's going against a top-tier quarterback that can stretch the field. You know, Bryce Young, who are they going to be going against this year? Jalen Milrow? Okay. I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, it's one thing facing Bryce Young. It's a whole different ballgame facing Jalen Milrow. And this isn't to – You don't think he's going to improve? You don't think he's going to improve? Milrow? He'll be better. He'll be better than he was last year. I mean, but what? What the baseline of that is isn't crazy. I mean, they they nearly. You said it yourself. They nearly lost the game to A and M, and he was the yeah. starter then. Yeah. I, I mean, I just don't know. I mean, what's the baseline? We, it, it, I mean, it's low, man. The, the 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 level is low. I mean, he he has no choice but to improve. You know, and it's not I, exactly I, a resounding thing to come in and say all right you know we're going to have a QB competition it still is a QB competition i think but buckner's not in it but the fact that they brought buckner in just shows the confidence that i think they had in him at that time and Moreau at that time but well i think i think now it's going to be time for alabama to try to do more of 
building the offense around Milro in a way, you know, or allowing they're going to have to and to help Milro feel comfortable. That's why I feel like he'll look better this year in that regards. He might not, he might not be better than what he was last year, but I think he'll grow because they're like, be a little okay, bit better, and they and, will tailor it around him. You're right, they will. It's like, well, this is what we got, and this is what we got to deal with. Now, yeah. but now it just comes down to the running game of Alabama, which we know they got a lot of guys. Um, you know, they got that Jason McClellan. They got that uh, Justin Haynes. Um, Justice Haynes, yeah. Uh, Justice Haynes, Rodell Williams. So I, it'll be interesting to see. It'd just be interesting to see what they can make of it because Alabama is known for making something good out of something nothing. So we, we got we got to see what they do first. We just got to see what they do first. I mean, you, you're right. Um, but I, I do think Texas is going to be – I think they're going to be prepared. Um, I really do. I think they're going to be. So I'll, I'll, yeah, let's get into Bama for a minute. I do think Texas is going to be prepared. So let's get into Bama. Uh, let's talk about them. Let's look at let's look at their team as a whole. Okay, I'll start off with offense. I'll shoot over to defense. All right, looking at it, we talked about the the quarterback thing. That's going to be the big thing hanging over all of this. Um, it will be Milrow. I don't see anybody else getting it. If anything, it'll be Ty Simpson. Even Kobe was saying it. When I was talking to him yesterday, uh, Buckner isn't going to see the field is what he's saying. You mentioned it, but the running game, they are going to have McClellan, who has shown good, some good stuff. I will say that he's the he is the one proven commodity there um, when it comes to uh, running back. Now, they do have some high upside guys, like you said, in Justice Haynes, who I'm a huge believer of, and I will continue to say it. I think he's going to be amazing. And they have Richard Young as well, who's another five-star running back. So, I mean, they got guys there. Um, offensive line-wise, they got some guys there that are going to be Pretty good too. I mean, JC Latham's good. Tyler Booker's good. Uh, Seth McLaughlin's been there. You know, guy from Buford. We watched him. You were you were in town for that Buford Jones County game, right? Yeah. When Jones County hosted. Yeah. Him. He was yeah. playing then. He did pretty good. Darian yeah. Dalcourt, pretty good. Elijah Pritchett, pretty good. Caden Proctor right behind him. He's good. They got guys. Okay. The wide receivers, you look at that, Jermaine Burton. We all know that's just I'm not gonna put any respect really on that. Jacory Brooks, he's okay. Kobe Prentice, okay. I'm not – I mean, but really, I'm used to seeing Devontae Smith. I'm used to seeing Jerry Judy. I'm used to seeing, you know, Jalen Waddle. I mean, you can go – the list goes on. These aren't those type of guys. Like, this is a step down from what they're used to, dude. Um, you can bring you can bring up Isaiah Bond. He's had some moments. Um, I think they do got – they had one guy that's coming in, Malik Benson. He's going to be a, like a JUCO transfer uh, he might can do something. I will say that. They said he was really good. He's like the number one JUCO wide receiver. They're going to have to run the ball. They're going to have to tailor this whole offense about running the ball, and what better quarterback to do it than Jalen Milrow. But what happens when you know when you face a team that can stuff the run and your defense has to keep being on the field? That's what I'm saying. Go back, think back to that when I'm talking about Texas, okay? If they are able to stop the run, where does that put this team at, okay? Now let's look at the defense. Um I do like some pieces here. I do. I don't really care for their linebackers um, outside of Dallas Turner. I'll take him. I, I mean, it's it's no, you know, everybody knows Dallas Turner is going to be he's going to be good. But the reason I don't really care for their wide receiver or their linebackers, uh, they brought in Tresman Marshall. I mean, from from Georgia, who couldn't even really play that much at Georgia. So what makes you think he's going to be great at Bama? I know that kind of sounds bratty, but I mean, is it not the truth? I mean, you're you're even seeing freshmen get over him and stuff like that. I don't know. I just don't think that's a great sign as far as that goes. Uh, they do got some other guys. Uh, Jaheim Otis, who's an absolute tank at nose tackle. I do like him. Uh, Tim Smith can be pretty good. 
Justin Aboigby, he might be pretty good. I, outside of that, I'm not like going to sit here and know everybody. I do remember the the um, James Smith recruitment and the Tim Keenan recruitments, the big body guys that could play nose tackle. Um, you look at – What you think about Caleb Say that again? Caleb Downs at uh, free safety. Oh, Caleb Downs, yeah, he will be starting, um, and he will be good. I do think he's going to be um, – I think he is going to be pretty good. Uh, they did bring in – I mean, they got Kool-Aid McKinstry back again as well. Everybody knows he's pretty good. Um, they did bring in a transfer at another corner spot, Trey Amos from Louisiana. So, I don't know how that's going to go. Jalen Key, a grad transfer from UAB. Does that sound like Bama to you? Um, no. Not trying to be rude, but does that sound like Bama to you? I don't. Th- I've never seen them, you know, dipping from UAB in Louisiana, you know, like you know stuff like that. So that's just something to think about. I'm just not over the moon about these guys, like I've I've been in the past. Um, last year, I could at least say they're going to be dangerous. They got you know Bryce Young, and then that's all you really needed to say. I just don't think they got that this year, and that's why I do think they end up going through the schedule. Let's look, Middle Tennessee. It's a win. Texas, I will take that as a loss for them. I think Texas shows up to that. Call me crazy. You can call it blasphemy, whatever you want. I do think Texas will show up to that, and I think they get the revenge. I think they finished what they did uh, started last year. They beat South Florida. Um, I think, I'm pretty sure I have them beating Ole Miss. Let me check it real quick. Uh, yes, I have them beating Ole Miss, beating Mississippi State, losing to A&M at A&M. We, me and you both talked about that. I think we both have that one down, right? Um. Then let's see here. Uh, okay. Beating Arkansas, I have them getting the revenge against Tennessee, like I've stated, and then I have them losing to LSU, even though it's in Tuscaloosa. Like I care, I know you care. I don't. Um, uh, beating Kentucky, beating Chattanooga, and then beating Auburn to finish it off. So I got them with three losses. Wow! You can call it what you want. I just um, Ooh. yeah. Three. I thought two was pushing it. This man said three. I think it's pushing it. A&M and LSU, I think we made great cases for. The one thing you can say is maybe the Texas take has a chance of coming back to bite me, and I fully, I fully will take that. But I, I if you're going to beat Bama, if you're going to beat Bama and you're, you're Texas, I think this is the year. Okay? I really do. I just, I, I just really think it is. It might be the year. But I don't think it's going to be the year, sadly, because even with them coming towards the SEC, it's still going to be a struggle for them boys, man. They ain't going to have – I, I, I think they're going to be able to recruit better. They will be able to recruit better. Um, but they, I recruit, they recruit pretty fine now, all, as is, man. Yeah, I mean, they do, but – I mean, it will help them a little bit more, but I'm telling you, like they, they, they're they not bad when it comes to recruiting. They're, they're able to throw NIL around. They got they, they got the boost to back it up, oh, brother. Yeah, they got the boosters to back it up, man. I mean, but, I, got LSU, um, LSU second. I got Alabama second as well, but I don't have them losing to Texas, obviously. But I do have them losing to Texas A&M and a nail biter against LSU. But see, this is the thing. This is why I got man, a nail biter. They're gonna. That's why Alabama's like by one B. All right, instead of like I got LSU at the top. You know, we'll get to them. But like Alabama's like my one B because I feel like they could beat LSU in that game. And I feel like they could, we could see them. That's why I said this could be a neck and neck race between AM, Alabama, and LSU. I can see all of these teams, you know, being with each other. You can make a good case, yeah. 
uh, you know, who did what, uh, you know, who beat what team or who lost to what team. And I and I feel like Alabama's going to put themselves in that type of situation. That's the reason why I am skeptical on them losing to both A&M and LSU. I can see them. They're, they're going to lose one of them. Man, you make a good point. You make a good point. It's going to be really tough. Uh, I, I just – that's why I was saying I'm pushing it with Alabama at two losses. When you said three, I'm like, what the three? You make a good point. But I there's there's blood in the water, brother. There's blood in the water. Uh, I'm just telling you right now, I've talked about a transfer from UAB. I don't know if I've ever really said anything about that. They don't – hey. They they got um they got new coordinators in and I don't believe in their defensive coordinator. I mean I didn't really believe in the other guy Golden, but I don't really like Kevin Steele either. Um, Saban is still there, but how much is that going to take you? I don't know. I I mean I'm just being honest with you. And he don't have the quarterback to save him now. Uh, they don't. They ain't got the you had your two is you had your Mac Jones. You had I don't think Milrose on that level, dude. It, and I could be wrong. I mean maybe he goes out and just just absolutely just. I don't think he's on that level either. Me all. I don't think he's on that level either. But I do think he they make the offense easier for him to be able to be successful. That's why I'm just know. wondering, you know, because people bring up, you know, oh, they were able to do it with Jake Coker. But I'm just wondering, and it, and it will be interesting to see, can you still pull that kind of stuff in today's college football? And I don't know if you can. I don't know if you can. Oh, it's a whole ball, a new ball game. Hold on, who, who said that with Jake Coker? Did they not remember who that was? Who was playing running back at that pretty, time? Pretty sure Kobe. Kobe, <laughs> Kobe, Kobe brought it up on the on the goal line stand. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Jason McClellan ain't Derrick Henry either, and they had and the, who who was the defense coordinator? Torres. Exactly. Come on. Who was man. the defense coordinator? I don't I think, think Kevin Steele is that dude. I don't think he's that dude, man. Um. Yeah, so exactly. can can the play styles match up? Because I mean. That kind of offensive scheme works really good if you got a really good defense. So we'll see if it can work. We'll see if it can work. I just I'm I'm skeptical. Call me crazy. Take me into LSU though. How you got LSU doing this year, man? Um man, I got LSU doing having a really good season. Um like I said, I'm skeptical on them. You know, I think they might lose one game, and that one game could be to Alabama. But uh, if not, I got them having a good game. I think they're going to have a close game against Florida State. It's that first game of the season, man, where a lot of mistakes happen. You'll see a lot of people be like, oh, LSU ain't who they think they are. They've struggled at Florida State. I need to look at the line on that game. I want to look at the line and see what it is. Definitely let me know what that is. I actually like to see that. But I think think, think Florida State is going to give them a game, but I think LSU still pulls it out. Then Grambling State at Mississippi State, I think that's another little, little bit of a test. I think they get that job done. They beat Arkansas at Ole Miss. You know, like I said, I'm not a confident in Ole Miss defense, but I do like what Ole Miss do sometimes. I wouldn't be surprised if Ole Miss could pull it off, but I am still going with LSU. Um, Missouri, at Missouri, that might be a closer game for you than for me. I think they handled Missouri pretty well. Auburn, Army, at Alabama, which is I feel like is their best chance at a loss if they don't have all one already against Ole Miss. Um but after that, I think they handle Florida, Georgia State, and that Texas A&M game, would I feel like could be a potential winner goes to the SEC championship type game. So um, if I'm, I'm going with I'm going with them to win um, all of their games out, and I think they're going to the SEC championship game. That's the, since I have to make a prediction, I think they're going yeah. to the SEC championship game undefeated. But I will say I think LSU 
could slip up against the game on the road against Alabama, and they will have one loss. But like I said, I could see all. That's why I had Alabama one B, but I got LSU as my one A. But I could definitely see that being the only game. Besides that game, I think they handled all the other games pretty well. It'll be some nail biters in between, but I think they held the rest of their schedule pretty well. I um, it would be interesting to see how this. Play, like if this thing played out the way that you know that, that I laid it out, where let's just say A and M, uh, they go through, they beat Bama, they beat Tennessee, um, or they beat Bama, because I had them losing to Bama, Tennessee, and uh, or no, I had them beating Bama, Tennessee, and LSU, or Bama, and then losing to Tennessee and LSU. My bad, I keep getting mixed up here. So they come in with one loss. Let's just say. LSU goes into that last game undefeated, and AM comes in with one loss. How good of a freaking game that would be! Like you know, winner, winner playing for because um, at that point, if AM won that, they'd have the tiebreaker over um, LSU. At that point, that would be that would be a good game, man. That would be a really freaking good game. If and it would be, and if, if LSU is able to run through their schedule as we predict. It wouldn't be too far-fetched to say, oh, LSU still deserves a shot in the playoff, you know, depending on what you see and yeah. also depending on the performance of Tex- of the game itself and obviously the performance of Texas A&M in the SEC championship game, depending on who they play. Yeah, um, I have them going undefeated. I, I don't see them losing a game, and I know it sounds crazy. I, li- I like the team a lot. I like the way this thing is playing out. I think that the, um, since they kind of overperformed or outperformed, you know, the expectations from this past year, it only kind of makes you think that, you know, they, they can make it even better this year. Um, you know, bringing back Malik Neighbors, he's going to be a stud. Brian Thomas could end up being uh, pretty good. I mean, the, LSU, they always end up getting these receivers that are pretty good, and I, I don't see that ending here. Uh, Mason Taylor made a name for himself with that game-winning uh, you know, catch in the end zone against Bama and that and that nail biter. Uh, this past year, Jane Daniels returning with Garrett Nussmeyer to back him up just in case anything were to happen to Jane Daniels to have that contingency of Garrett Nussmeyer who came in and just tried to lighten it up against Georgia. He did look good. Um, good. Just to have that available for you, that's awesome. Uh, Noah Kane coming in, he's he's uh, a transfer that they were able to pick up. Um, he's looked, uh, I mean, he, he's got the pedigree to be pretty good. Um, I thought they'll end up having you know somebody step up there to back them up. Uh, looking on the the defensive side, you're bringing back Makai Wingo, who I liked, and Mason Smith, who's an absolute beast. Like that guy is great. Mason Smith is amazing at football, and I think that only is going to um, continue um, this year. He, he did he did have an injury last year um, that kind of nagged at him, you know, knocked him out, but he is so freaking good. Harold Perkins, again, too, linebacker for them, absolute goon. Um, he's going to be able to hold it down there. Uh, they did pick up some transfers. They got about, I want to say, one, two, three, four on their um, on their team. So a guy from uh, Oregon State, um, he's a linebacker, Omar Spades. They got a Zy Alexander from Southeast Louisiana. So that's not, you know, too, you know, not the greatest thing, I guess, in the world. And then a guy from uh, Syracuse coming in. We'll see how it plays out. I like them a lot this year. I do think they got what it takes. I think, you know, just riding that success from last year. Um, Brian Kelly, as much as I hated him at Dota Dame, he's, he's kind of gaining my respect here at um, LSU. So I think they're going to be pretty good. I think it's lining up pretty well for him. Um, 
you, you brought it up, A&M and Alabama being the two, you know, road bumps that could come into play. But, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think if I had to pick one, if, I, if we're playing 50-50 here, I'll, I'll go with them on it. Yeah, I, I'm the same way, man. I think they're going to have a – I think they'll have a few close ones. But I, I, maybe could, – could we be overrated LSU a little bit because of their – We might could. You know, because I think a lot we of people could. are success from last year and thinking, oh, well, that's just going to carry on. Not necessarily. Yeah. Not necessarily. But we'll see We'll see more of, like, what LSU is able to offer, I feel like, in that first game. I already said there's going to be mistakes made because the first game of the season. But Florida State's a good test that I feel like for them. We'll They're a two-and-a-half-point favorite, by the way. Florida State um, – or, no, um, <clears throat> uh, LSU, LSU is a two-and-a-half-point favorite, yes. Oh, that's that's – uh, Oh yeah, that's uh, playable money right I there. Take it. I would take them to cover it. Yeah. yeah, I really would. I would take, even though it's in Orlando, um, you know, in in the state of Florida. I think I would take them to cover it um, against uh, Florida State. So looking on this, because I've got to say that I felt like they, you know, last year who was their running back last year? LSU. Uh, remember? I do not actually. I don't either. That's what I'm trying to think of off, off the rib. Let's see. Uh, John Emery was was running it, it looks like. Um, and now they got Noah Kane. Uh, but, yeah, I can't remember off the top of my head who, who they were having. Um, say that again. Yeah, yeah, Josh Williams, he's on the roster. I didn't know who, if he was the starter or not. But, yeah, it was just – I don't know. Ever since, like, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, I haven't really – I had like a guy that stuck out to me from them, you know. Makes sense, yeah. Mm-hmm. They're more yeah, just, by committee. They're more about running back by committee. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, we went a good distance on that, so I don't think we need to really talk any preseason uh, week one. The one news I will bring up, and it is regarding my fantasy. We talked about Ramondre Stevenson a couple weeks back. They did uh, just bring in Ezekiel Elliott before the show. How do you see that impacting? Ramondre Stevenson. Uh, well, look like uh, well, no, 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 no. It's not like Zeke, you know, was having this all type of wild production. So we got to first see what type of Zeke we get back because he was dealing with a lot of injuries. Um, if it's a healthy Zeke, I still think he's probably going to get what 800, 700 yards on the year. Um, I think it's still going to be more of a running back by committee. Ramondre is going to be used. Ramondre was good. He's going to be used, man. He's going to yeah. be. It's going to affect probably his numbers. You probably ain't gonna get the numbers you thought you was gonna get at first because yeah, it does make a difference. But don't don't put too much value in Zeke because Zeke does have his problems, and I think once Belichick recognized that he's gonna be impactful, but it's gonna put they're gonna stay with Stevenson. I feel like Stevenson is the guy, is the guy to go for in my opinion. Yeah, still okay, good. You made me feel better. All right. <laughs> Well, uh, guys, thank you so much for listening in. Hope you guys have um, enjoyed it. We appreciate all of you that uh, tuned in to today's live stream and then all of you out there listening in um, on podcast. If you want to continue to listen to us or if you're listening right now and you want to, um, you know, just download us, you know, download this later on. If you're just catching the tail end, you want to listen to it later on when you're mowing the lawn or while you're working out, you can check it out on uh, Spotify, Apple Podcast, anywhere podcasts are located. If you want to support the show in any other way, you can uh, click in the description of the um, of this podcast. Click on the link tree, and there's many different ways you can help out. Make sure to follow us on our socials and keep up with us. And as always, we'll see you next time. Boom, boom.